You know, I've been trying to keep calm since I got this email this morning from WorldNet Daily from a friend of mine who was promoting an article that WorldNet Daily has put out there. Um, if you still do not understand that conservative Christians and some members of the Republican Party don't shoot me, don't be mad. I'm, I'm telling you the truth because this article from WorldNet Daily is supposed to be a Christian-based uh, news agency who is exhibiting very poor judgment, who is exhibiting very poor journalistic integrity. So, typically when you do an investigative journalism report, you have some live quotes of what the person actually said. There are no live quotes in this article. So let me give you the title of the article so that you can become enraged with me as well. And uh, if you don't share my rage, I understand. You know, everybody has a right to opinion. You probably could think that I am uh, way overboard with this. But I was very angry to read this title and to get this email this morning. It's titled, Why Trump Must Repent of His Approval of Sodomy. So the reason why this discussion, this talk is taking place is because another friend of mine happened to see a prophetic word that was given, <laughs> given by Kent Christmas, who proceeded to, in his, in his spirit, denigrate President Trump and say that he better be careful of what he's doing in Mar-a-Lago. Um, I'm trying to get a copy of the exact wording, but long story short, no, no journalistic integrity here on, on my part. He said that God was going to not allow him to be president in 2024 because he supported gay marriage. So this ensued a discussion between me and this... <coughs> other individual and I pointed out the fact that nothing you can can view, listen to, read that is on the internet, that is printed in publications about President Trump has any basis in fact whatsoever. Case in point, one week you read that President Trump has to turn over his tax documents and that the Supreme Court ruled against him. The very next week you read that he won his tax case, he is paying his taxes, and he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. So, what gets all the press? What gets all the press is those stories, those articles that are put out there where he's not paying his taxes. So what does this do to people? Oh, dad, President Trump's not paying his taxes, you know, shame on him. Why is he doing that? Do people see the articles that are posted saying he did pay his taxes, he did what was did do what was right? No. No, they don't. So Mr. Scott Lively of WorldNet Daily decided to utter his uh, opinion 
about President Trump. I'm going to read some of this to you just so that you can become enraged with me because I think it's important that we share. You share in my pain. So he starts off, who enclosed the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb, when I made the clouds its garment and thick darkness his blanket, when I fixed its boundaries and set in place its bars and doors, and I declared, you may come this far, but no further. Here your proud waves must stop. Job 38, 8-11. I don't even want to get into the context of who Job was talking to, um, but I'm pretty sure it's not what Mr. Lively is saying. But for the sake of argument, we're just going to, we're going to continue on. Mr. Lively says, pride is the original sin born from self-awareness in the mind of every created being of the higher orders, perverted by the lust of self-aggrandizement and defiance of the creator. Pride was the poison that toppled Lucifer. The guardian cherub who had walked in Eden and among the firestones, but who presumed to covet God's throne, Ezekiel 28, 14. Have no problem with that statement whatsoever because it's completely biblical. It's actually a quote from the scripture. Next sentence. And pride is the defining crime of the end time satanic army, which is presumed to covet God's rainbow as both a parade banner beneath which it mocks him in a cloak within which it wraps the ultimate form of human rebellion, male-on-male -male sodomy. We're in complete agreement. They display their sin like Sodom. They do not even conceal it. Woe to them, for they have brought evil on themselves. Isaiah 3.9. Love it. Good scripture. Pride is the greatest flaw of our great political hero of 2016, Donald Trump. Stop the presses. Stop them. How do you draw those scriptures into this statement and tie that to Donald Trump? As far as I know, he's not a practicing homosexual. As far as I know, he doesn't commit acts of sodomy. So where are we drawing this line and this distinction to say pride is the greatest flaw of our great political hero of 2016. Here we go. Here's the generalization of all generalizations. We all know it. I don't know that Donald Trump has pride. Mr. Lively believes that we all know it and have overlooked it for political expedience because he has been such a great champion against a truly wicked deep state. Really, Mr. Lively? The whole world is ignoring President Trump's pride. The whole world has fingered him and said, you're guilty. You're guilty. You're guilty. You're guilty of pride. I don't see that. I don't see that. So he goes on to make another statement. At the human level, pride is not such a huge problem as to disqualify someone from leadership. And in fact, most if not all of our leaders have suffered it to one degree or another. And Trump's openness about his pridefulness has, to a point, actually been a refreshing change from the pretense of false modesty and self-serving guile that has come to define the political class. 
I'm confused. I'm confused. Mr. Lively, are you are you saying he's become humble in his recent weeks? Or are you saying he's prideful? Where are you coming from with this pride? So here we here we go again. This is what I call cherry picking the scriptures. He he cherry picks the mess out of these scriptures. And he tries to apply them to President Trump, which I don't see any way, any ability for him to be able to do this. But he does it. And WorldNet Daily put him out there. It's a, it's a large publication. So here, here's what he says. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Pride, fullness of bread, abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. Good. Ezekiel 16. 49 to 50. If we take that scripture there just alone and pick it apart, woohoo! Hey, Mr. Lively. Hey, hey. So you're telling me that Trump sits around fullness of bread. He does nothing. Idleness was in him. According to the scripture, was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. So you're telling me, Mr. Lively, President Trump has never given anything to anybody. He's never helped the down and out. He never put people up in his apartments. He never put people up in his uh, condominiums. And, and, and Oh, nope, I'm not going to do it. I almost cussed. I almost cussed. And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. How, Mr. Lively, do you take something and apply it so ruthlessly, corruptly, and wickedly? Let's, let's, let's read a little bit more. I, I can probably take a few more minutes of this. This was a sequence that destroyed Sodom, then ancient Israel, and now America. Pride leads to abomination, specifically the sexual perversion of male homosexuality which defined Sodom and which justified God's genocide of the Canaanites in his own words in Leviticus 18, 22 to 30. <sighs> Next paragraph. But pride in the sense of spiritual impertinence toward God is the hugest of problems as King Nebuchadnezzar learned when he declared is this not Babylon the Great, which I myself have built by, my, by the might of my power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? While the words were still in the king's mouth, a voice came from heaven as decreed to you, King Nebuchadnezzar, that the kingdom has departed from you. This is from Daniel 4, 30 to 31. Is an attitude much like this the reason why God allowed Trump to be dethroned in 2020? Wow. Here, here it is. Here is the Mike Pence aristocratic Republican Party member coming out of Mr. Lively. You don't like President Trump, Mr. Lively. You're happy that he lost. Or let me correct myself. You're happy that they cheated him out of his election in 2020. You are a part of the crowd within the church 
that hated the fact that he became president. And you had to bow down to him. You hated that. It just messed up your whole Christian agenda. Your whole right-wing conservative agenda against President Trump. And now secretly you're gloating. You're gloating in the background because you honestly believe that God kept him from being president in 2020. I'm, I'm going to read one more because I, I, I can only take so much. And I'm, I'm, here it is. Here, here's this summarization, summatization. More likely, it was Trump's embrace of the LGBT agenda and dangerous empowerment of open homosexual activists like Rick Grinnell. Consider carefully the New Testament's doctrinal counterpart to Leviticus 18 and Romans 126 to 32. For this reason, God gave them over to dishonorable passions. Even their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. I know what this scripture is about. So this, again, is another misapplication of a scripture towards President Trump that has no ability, no reason whatsoever to be able to be tied to President Trump. So I did my due diligence. I wrote Mr. Lively. I wrote him a little letter, little email. And I did this. I said, thanks for writing your article about Trump. The scriptures you provided about pride were beautiful. They are beautiful scriptures, and they are things that we all need to apply to our lives every day. So here's the question. In your research, did you find statements, news clippings, press releases from President Trump stating that he is in support of gay marriage? Question mark. I am doing a follow-up story and would be interested to use the statements that you observe President Trump say while writing your article. Thank you, Christopher. Mr. Lively promptly emailed me back. He said, hi, Christopher. I recall something from 2016 campaign about Obergefell being settled law, but the most damning thing is this. And he cited me the Politico news article that I had read earlier this week. So let's, let's check this political, Politico news article. This is written by Meredith McGraw on December 16, 2022. And again, I remember going back and forth, we had, I had this discussion with my other friend and we were talking about, did we miss something? Did, we actually, did President Trump actually come out and say that <coughs> he was in support of, of gay marriage? And, and uh, no, he didn't. There's, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. And why, why is there no evidence? Why is there no transcript? Why is there no video of him being repeated over and over and over and over again? Because this would be things that the people who hate President Trump could use to destroy him with his, his friends. If I saw an actual clip of President Trump saying, I, want, I support gay marriage and I want to be with gay marriage, he would instantly lose my support. So if he said these things, if he has transcripts of these things out there, produce them. Produce them. 
my argument, he never said them. You have interpolated, you have extracted your belief of what he's doing, and you're making it become his problem. This is intellectually dishonest. This is not have any type of journalistic integrity whatsoever. So let's look at what Meredith McGraw says. This article here is completely egregious. It's so hard to read through these articles that come from different political uh, viewpoints and standpoints, not because I don't understand or I'm dumb. It's that, you know, I have a degree in mass communications with journalism, and these are things that they teach you not to do. You have your inverted pyramid. You have the most important thing that you put at the top and you work your way down to the least details or you start with the dumb details and work your way down to the, to the, to the most important thing. How do you write an article with this quote? Here's, here's the quote. This isn't even a part of the article if you look at it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, <coughs> it's a byline. It says, here's the title. Scenes from celebration from a celebration of the same-sex marriage law at Mar-a-Lago. This was not what was going on there. We are fighting for the gay community. We are fighting and fighting hard. Donald Trump told a log cabin Republicans gala. That's the damning quote. That's the condemning confession of, of President Trump that they, are, they, they have created this whole article in not only Politico, but many other sources. So, so Meredith McGraw, Palm Beach, Florida. Hundreds of guests in tuxedos of all styles, quilted velvet and colorful gowns sipped on Trump-branded champagne and martinis between courses of steak and bite-sized key lime pie, danced to YMCA and Macho Man, the disco anthems at Trump rallies. Thursday night's log cabin Republican Spirit of Lincoln Gala in the main ballroom of Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Beachfront Club was a joyous celebration of gay rights in a case of ironic timing. The historic same-sex marriage law signed by President Joe Biden days earlier. So, in one sentence, he says that the, the log cabin Republicans had a spirit of Lincoln gala. It didn't say that they had a homosexual celebration of gay rights marriage gala it said that they had a spirit of lincoln gala where's the journalistic integrity of meredith mcgraw so in the next sentence they're saying they were having a joyous celebration of gay rights and in case of in a, in a case of ironic timing the historic same-sex same-sex marriage law signed by joe biden wasn't signed by President Trump. How do you extrapolate that President Trump was in full support of gay marriage from this messed up article from the Politico? I, I want to know. Somebody please write me a comment, send me an email, ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Please explain this to me because I, I, I sincerely want to know. I don't understand. I'm angry about this particular situation. Because we don't have journalists anymore. We don't. We don't have journalists. Listen, listen, listen to some more of this messed up article. The long-planned event in honor of the conservative LGBTQ's organization 
45th anniversary brought in Republican notables like former Ambassador Rick Grinnell, Representative Kat Kamick, former State Department spokesperson Morgan Ortegas, who emceed the evening in a feathered turquoise gown and former GOP gubernatorial candidate from Arizona, Carrie Lake, who was swarmed by guests eager to meet her and take a photo. But the main attraction obviously was Trump. He received a standing ovation after delivering an enthusiastic affirmation of gay rights not often heard in the GOP. Okay, so break, break story. Now, if you're, if you're a journalist, what do you do? You put a quote right there of what President Trump said. You put a little list in there of all of the statements that he said in support of gay rights. Here, here it comes. Here's, here's the quote. We are fighting for the gay community, and we are fighting and fighting hard, the former president 2024 candidate said. End quote. So, so that's, that's all he said. This is, this is what's leading you to believe that he's in full support of gay rights. He's in full support of the, the gay marriage. So here, here's, here's another thing. With the help of many people here, in tonight, here tonight in recent years, our movement has taken incredible strides. The strides you've made here is incredible. What movement are you talking about? President Trump, what movement are you talking about? And why is this statement not attributed to President Trump? It's just a quote. It's a quote with no uh, affirmation or no assigning to anyone. Who said that statement? Meredith McGraw said this statement. Meredith McGraw. Throughout the evening, speakers praised Trump for his embrace of the gay community. They credited him for his initiatives to combat the criminalization of homosexuality, his work pushing for public health initiatives to combat the HIV epidemic, and for the appointing of the first openly gay cabinet member, Grinnell, as director of national intelligence. I don't remember any press releases from President Trump saying, hey, we got the first gay cabinet member here. It wasn't a big fanfare. It wasn't a big party. In President Trump's mind, he picked the best candidate. It didn't matter whether he was gay, black, white, red, yellow, green. He picked the best candidate. (sighs) (coughs) Here's where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets interesting. In in the Politico, they they just can't stand it. You know, again, you have all of this evidence. You have all of this thing that, you know, now I got the hammer. I can beat President Trump into the ground. Here we go. President Trump and his administration had a mixed record on LGBTQ issues. Uh-oh. So is he, is he not for the LGBTQ issues? He's been criticized for driving a wedge between gay and transgender communities and for promoting extreme religious liberty policies. In executive orders, they say, allow for discrimination against LGBTQ people that push the movement backwards. So is he, is he for LGBTQ or is he pushing the movement backwards? The log cabin Republicans' first female executive director, Jerry Ann, resigned in 2019 over the group's decision 
to endorse Trump. Hey. The Law Cabin Republicans Gala came just days after the Respect for Marriage Act was passed with support of 39 House Republicans. 39 Republicans voted in support of this and 12 GOP senators and signed into law by Biden. But the issue of same-sex marriages continued to spark debate inside of the grand old party. Conservative Christian and right-wing groups lobbied against the legislation, arguing that it stepped on religious liberties. And there's more egregious things that go on in this political Politico article, and I will, I will post the link to there so that you can read it yourself. Hey, um, Mr. Lively, I'm, I'm glad that you have studied the Bible. I'm glad that you've learned scriptures about pride. I'm glad that you've learned scriptures about homosexuality. Um, I wish you would apply them properly to President Trump. Um, I expect this kind of stuff from the Politico because that's, that's, that's what they do. I don't expect the Christian community to kick the man in the teeth who has done so much for the church. It's, it's not going to be stopped. There's nothing I can do to stop it. But I am going to point to it, and I'm going to say, you have no journalistic integrity. And I really wish you would retract your article, take it down, uh, correct it. Give me some quotes. Like I said in my email, give me some quotes. Show me some things that he said. The best you can do is 2016. Sorry, I'm not buying it. I don't believe it. You're, you're a crack, whack journalist, and, and you need to stop. Christopher Radiant Fire Radio, I'm on fire. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>